Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Open Book Besties. I'm Misty Walker. And I'm Kay Webster. And today we are answering some questions that we've been getting on our videos the last few weeks, and we haven't answered. So <laughs> we think it's time. Yes. <laughs> right? Agree. Yep. Okay. Everybody's got questions, and we sometimes have answers. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> We can't guarantee that they're the right answers. We right. just guarantee we don't, their answers. Yeah, if we don't know, we'll just <laughs> Google it and find a good enough answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's dive right in. Okay. Uh, Mika asked, do you think it would be much harder for an author to get exposure for their book without social media? She's interested in getting her book into the hands of bloggers, uh, but she doesn't know how without using social media. I feel like that's kind of hard because most of the bloggers are on social media and that's how they're promoting themselves. I don't think it's impossible. Um, I think that they would just have to go about it like a, a, a different way. Um, you know, like private messaging them, I guess, um, or emailing them. A lot of them have, like on TikTok, yeah. they have emails. Mm -hmm. And you could say like, and make it very personalized. Don't do a copy and paste, like go look at their videos and make sure there's a reason why you're following them and why you want to work with them and be like, Hey, you know, I love blah, 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 blah. If you want, I could send you this book or whatever. And then, um, I'd be happy to share the TikTok if you do a TikTok or whatever in my newsletter or something like that, be, if, you know, cause if you're not wanting to post or share on social media, I do think though, you still have to have a social media presence so that they can tag you. And that still has, I mean, like links where readers can find you, you know, because otherwise you're, you're missing out on a, on a little opportunity, um, you know, cause maybe someone doesn't, I mean, maybe you don't want to post or whatever, or, you know, get up in the comments or whatever, but if you had a link in your bio, even at the very minimum, they can go click on it and go see what kind of books you have and that kind of thing. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, to be honest, I think it's going to be very, very hard. It's going to be so much harder than giving in and having social media. You can get your hand, your books in the hands of bloggers if you hire a PR firm. Mm -hmm. um, they will absolutely, you know, try and help you do that. Mm -hmm. But the way that they help promote you is through social media. Right. And so if you don't have any kind of presence there, it's just going to be so much harder and you don't have to show your face. You don't have to, you know, do anything, but just post PR, post teasers, right. post, you know, snippets of your book, post something. Right. Even if it has nothing to do with you, if you don't want any of your personality, any of your voice, any of your face, I think you still have to have, it, it's a necessary evil. Right, right. And and a lot of those things you can do like in batches. We've talked about this, like you used to do this for me, you do this for yourself. Like you post the 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 stuff that you want like schedule a month it. in advance or whatever, yeah. or weeks in advance and you just do it all at once, schedule, you know, and it's kind of like leave it and forget it. And then it does its thing, you know? Um, and so you're not constantly having to like be all up in it. Um, I, I will say that the majority of my 
sales has come from social media um, because I, I was, you know, connecting with people and um, responding to things and just basically posting my stuff. And, um, you know, cause a lot of things on social media are like viral. And if you're not there putting your stuff out there, it's less likely they're going to find you. And, you know, I don't know. I think that it's, it's definitely a necessary evil, like you say. Um, and then also you could consider getting like a PA to post on your behalf. Like my sister posts a lot for me. Actually, I have two sisters posting for me now, but because that that's just because I can't handle all of it, you know, but if I was just didn't want to be on it altogether. It wasn't my thing. I would definitely invest in someone to work that aspect on my behalf because it really is, it really does feel like it's necessary. I mean, you can try it without it, but I just don't think you're going to go very far, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah it doesn't work the none same us, way that it used to. None of us like going and showing up on social media every day like I know it looks like we do because you know we've got a podcast we've got YouTube channels we've got TikToks and Instagrams and everything but at the end of the day it's hard and it's time consuming but I feel like what we get out of it is worth it and it converts financially for us so it makes you know it's just a part of the job you know so yeah and you have to find like the I guess it would depend on what, Mika, your reasons are for not wanting to be on social media. Right. If it's privacy, then I still think you have to do it, but you just keep yourself out of it. Right. Um, readers today are very different than readers even five years ago or 10 years ago. Um, they don't just want the book. They want the author. They want... Right you know, that connection. They want to know who is writing this, this book that they love so much. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, we're in an era of information. And right. when that information isn't there, it doesn't build mystique. It builds um, like distrust almost, right. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. And so I think it's just, it's one of those things you just gotta show up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can find a way to make it unique to you and enjoyable in some ways. Cause you're, you're not going to want to do the same things that other people do. Like you're, you're great at like packing videos and talking directly to people, like a lot of live things and stuff. And that's not as much my thing. Like my thing's different than yours. And I'm more showy. Like I want to show all my things like, look at this, look at this, you know? And it could be that maybe some people are like, you know, they want to lead to their blog page or something. So maybe you're, you're sharing little snippets of your blog and you're, and you're like writing or something. I mean, like you can do other things, like you said, that are not just your face or you, but like still kind of lead to your stuff, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. And I think you did bring up a good point about how, if you are going to be reaching out to these bloggers, you do need to look at their socials and look at what books they're reading. If you write romantic suspense, don't, you know, offer your book up to someone that strictly reads rom-coms, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so you're going to have to do your, you're going to have to be on social media anyway to find out Research it. what these bloggers are doing. Right. And, and I, again, I just don't think... If, if, if there's some like legitimate reason of like, 
of why she doesn't want to be on there or whatever, I would suggest hiring a PA. Like a lot of PAs are just stay at home moms or want some extra income or whatever. And you can pay them like 10 hours a week or five hours a week or anything to just set up some stuff for you. And it, and, and do whatever, I mean, someone trustworthy, obviously, but that might be your solution because you're still going to need that um, presence. Yeah. And some people who do a good job of just sharing about the books and, and not really themselves, like Rena Kent, I don't really know yeah, anything Rena about Kent. her. Mm-hmm. She's one that, but she's out there. Her stuff is out there. Her books just keep pumping out. People know who she is. And, but like, when you look at her and you try to figure out, or, you know, whoever it is to try to figure out like who they are, or what they do or whatever, you don't really know. And, and right. that's okay. Like that's the persona that they've created. And I feel like people can still be that way but they still, you know, you still got to get out there and advertise your books, which is your author name, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, cause this isn't, this is more than just advertising a book. You're basically advertising your brand, which is you in whichever way you can get it out there. Yeah. Agreed. So we, we advise that you, our advice yeah, <laughs> that you do get there, but maybe take in some help to do it or schedule you know just start maybe baby steps um yeah okay um sherry has a question for me (laughs) because i talk about how i listen to almost an audio book a day Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that that's where this question is stemming from Mm -hmm. but she's wondering if i increase the speed of narrators when i read audiobooks and absolutely Mm -hmm. 100 I, do too. I used to be against it. Like, how can you fully enjoy what the narrator intended if you're not listening to it at the proper speed? But now I'm like, I I don't have time for this and I want to read a book. Right. <laughs> the, the problem I had with audiobooks was that they talk too slow. And if I'm reading, technically you're reading a book, but they read way slower than I'm used to reading. And that was kind of like tripping me up. Like I wanted to skip ahead. And so once I figured out I could go a little bit faster, then it was like closer to a speed of reading that I was used to. Yeah. Um, and whenever I read like um, self-help books and stuff, I can do those a lot faster because, you know, then they just sound like really excited chipmunks. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 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 let's do this. You know, I'm getting all excited. Whenever it's like, uh, fiction I do slow it down a little bit just so I can really feel the emotions and everything um but still faster than the the uh whatever the the setting is that they put yeah. you on so the normal setting <laughs> what speed do you listen um let me just tell you I'm gonna look on my audible here oh I'm only listening to 1.2 but I've gone up way oh. up so it's just a I, little bit I'm more. a solid 1.4 person myself yeah see that's that's some book like there's this one girl that she would just talk really really slow and I was like oh my gosh and I pushed her up to like one and a half because I couldn't you know I couldn't stand that slowness and then it was like okay I can enjoy this audiobook again so um yeah I I like that I like to be able to speed people up yeah and also there's a I took a course um 
recently well it was like in January and the guy talked so slow and and it was like he had done like these videos and he uploaded them and I, I figured out that on the little screen watcher thing that you could fast forward him too and that made my life so much better because I was like I can't watch these videos because he talked like a turtle and I was yeah. like oh my gosh and so I was like and so once I figured out I could speed him up like three times and then it was like even then it was like it was still like a normal you know how how fast I talked and then I was like okay I can handle this <laughs> yeah yeah um I'd say like five, 10 years, well, maybe closer to five. There is nothing that would piss the narrator community off more than when someone admitted to speeding the audiobook up. Like no, there is nothing in the world that would start an all out brawl. Oh my God. Like in the audiobook world is if someone posted in one of the audiobook groups that they sped up the speed or they, you know, when they listened. It was wild. It was wild how angry they would get. Mm -hmm. And recently I've kind of seen a shift with that. Um, I saw, who did I see recently post a TikTok about it? I don't remember, but somebody had asked them that question and her response was, yes, I used to, it used to really, really piss me off. But now it's like, whatever, whatever the listener is enjoying it at is fine. You know, that's right my goal is for them to listen to the book and they're listening to the book. So I think like, it's kind of calmed down a little bit, but if you would have asked me five years ago, if I sped it up, I would have denied it. Yeah. Denied it to you my dad to get mad at you because I wouldn't <laughs> want to piss anybody off. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at it from a, you know, they're, they're consuming the books faster. So you think that you would want that, you yeah. know, especially if they were binging a bunch of your books that you'd narrated if they like you as a narrator and they can get through them faster I mean you're you're still paid for the how long it took you to narrate it so I think that it's not like they're getting you know they're shortening down and it's cutting down on your your reading time you know it's, you're still or you know what they get paid or whatever you still get the same amount so I don't I don't see the big deal but it's I, I kind of get it like when people say that they don't read prologues and they just oh, skip yeah. chapter one and I'm like what? what why would you do that I mean so I guess it's the kind, kind of thing. yeah like you have your art you have it put out in a certain way that you want it to be consumed and when people don't consume it properly you're like ah you're missing the like impact yeah. of it so yeah. I get it don't you want to read about them getting married and having babies come on yeah. <laughs> and then well and then if you don't put an epilogue you're in trouble oh Oh yeah. I did that yeah. one one time before. Well, I'm sure I did it a lot of times, but I did it on one particular book and so many people would give it low stars. And I realized after a while, I think it's because it doesn't have an epilogue. <laughs> and so then I yeah. went and added some. So hopefully I pissed helps. people off without doing an epilogue for Crow Scorn. Cause it wasn't, you know, it didn't feel complete to them. It felt complete to me. I didn't even think it needed a, an epilogue. Cause I just finished I that book. It either. I just finished that book and I thought it was good. Like, I had more than one person say, I wish there would have been an epilogue. Uh, well, maybe you can add that as like a bonus later. Maybe. So like a bonus story whenever you feel like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I really love that story. So yeah, I, I wouldn't too. be upset to go and revisit it. And I would, I wouldn't be upset to beta read that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to send you Gracie's mom. Yes. Is, is it done? 
it's done. It's with okay. uh, my proofreader right now. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, and then when it's done, I'll be ready. But I am like tickled with this one. I just, I can't wait. I'm so excited to get I'll it out. right up my alley. You know, I love that kind of juicy forbidden stuff. But like, we don't like reverse age gaps that much. Like we've, we, we share this. Right. It's different sometimes, you know, sometimes yeah. it's okay. Yeah. One uh, of my well, favorite books. Sometimes it's okay. Well, one of my favorite books on the island is reverse. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I Tracy love Tracy Garvis Graves. Yeah. She's one of my favorites. That book is and so good. It is. And so I'm thinking, you know, I like it sometimes. Yeah. And if I do, I really like it. You know, it's not just like a little bit. It's like a lot. So, and knowing how you write, I know I'll like it. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of like super good feedback from my beta readers. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> like uh, our friend Elizabeth Clinton, she, mm -hmm. the whole time she was reading it, she was just sending me um, gifts of, is it gif or gif? I still don't even know, but of like somebody dump, dumping a buck of, bucket of water over their head or someone with a fan. Like she's, she thought it was super steamy. So Aww, that's good. I'm excited. Yeah, really excited. Uh, the next question is, how does how do you make money from TikTok? Now, I think, judging by the way she said that asked the question, she's looking for how do we make money from TikTok the business, which we do not. Mm -mm. Um, and I don't think that it used to be that you could go be a creator with TikTok and make a ton, a ton of money. They don't do that anymore. The creator fund will give you peanuts. Um, you make money through tips mm -hmm. that your, you know, that your watchers give you. Um, but still, I, from what I understand, I am not in the creator fund. You're not going to make very much money from it. Right. Well, and then they also have where you can, um, like get like connect with branding people like, yeah, you can do influencer right. stuff. And, and so I've had a couple of those like roll through and they were not like, one was like a kid's kitchen playset, And I was like, no. <laughs> and then one I actually considered doing but I just didn't have the time and I just told them remind me next time but so I feel like you could make you know money off of that there's actually a book called hold on let me tell you because it's very helpful it's called um influencer by Brittany hold on I'm gonna tell you her name Brittany Hennessy and she actually goes into talking about how to look at contracts and negotiating those kinds of deals if so like they'll say hey you know we want you to do a tiktok talking about our product and it has to have blah 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 blah. and they'll send you like a spec sheet of everything that they want um and then they'll pay you like a certain amount of money to do it um i've always been like very organic so it's hard for me to find any that fit or that i want to do because i don't like to talk about something in a salesy way like I want to talk about something that I'm like really excited about you so love, yeah it's it's kind of it's going to be it's going to take something really special for me to actually commit to one of those things you know I always get clothing and jewelry I'm like do you understand I don't I don't wear jewelry and I wear yoga pants and a t-shirt every day 
Uh, like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. You're not making any sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many kid stuff and like um popsicles and like all this stuff. Ooh. And I'm like, mm, no, I can't do this. I mean, like, yeah. send me something that's like bookish, you know, like, and I'll be yeah. all over it. But, or even marketing or, you know, stuff like that, I could probably do. Um, but the 99% of it, I'm not into it. But, yeah. If she's not talking about making money actually from TikTok and she's talking about how to make money from being on TikTok, that's something that you and I both have experienced. And that's because our TikToks are kind of like the gateway for them to go to our website or it's to advertise or to whatever and then actually buy products. So I think it's really important to have like a link in your bio. Um like do you my, know that they are not allowing my link to show up? Did I tell you that? No. I don't know. Some people can't see it. Weird. Um, I don't Weird. know if you can. Ty can, but uh I'll look at it later. I had a meeting with this with this lady, Christy. She couldn't see it. And then a couple of my I had my couple of my friends check because I'm like, why is everybody saying how do I order books? When my link is literally to my website, I don't even send it to a link tree anymore because they tend to block link trees. So mm -hmm. I just had my website in there and it wasn't showing up. There was no link at all. So now in my actual bio, I have my website. Okay. Because that's all I could figure to get it out there. But hmm. TikTok is just so strange with the things that yeah. they block. Even in the comments, if I reply order from my website authormistywalker.com they'll block that really yeah I'll go on to Ty's phone to look at the comments it's not there it's there when I look at oh, it it's weird. not there on him oh so God. anytime you say words like website link um any kind of word that would let them know that that's what you're trying to do they will block it well, then it probably half my readers probably think I'm ignoring them then. Yeah. Because I always say, oh, it's on my website. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so whenever I I try to be like super coy about it, you know, I, I use the little chain emoji uh -huh. mm -hmm. instead of writing the word link. Mm -hmm. And then I don't, I don't know. You just have to be like super slick about it. Okay. Because they're so strange. They and there's no way for you to know a definitive rule right they don't well, have rules anywhere their their um business model is to keep people on the app and we're trying yeah. to get them off the app so it right. makes sense like why they're doing that we but you know we're using it to be able to do this so we have to be smarter than them <laughs> yeah so I saw some girl that was like held up a sign every time she's like because they can also read the words on the screen. So if you write on your screen, your link is in your bio or um, mm -hmm. anything like that, even in your, you know, when you add text to it or whatever, they're going to read that. They're going to suppress your video. Well, then. <laughs> so I, I saw some chick like holding up a sign and I'm like, I, I should do that from now on because it's it's so ridiculous yeah how smart they are about suppressing things like that well and then that leads me into something that we kind of like talk about a lot um is that you don't want to rely on any one social media or any one platform because their rules are ever-changing 
and you never know what's going to get you blocked or suppressed or you know your reach is going to go out the window so it's good to make sure that you're constantly like doing all the things that you think would help because you need stuff to fall back on you know and you need to do whatever you can to get people on your newsletter list Right. So it boils down to. Right. Exactly. So if you're putting a lot of effort in TikTok, that's great, but make sure you're not letting your other things fall by the wayside, even if you just peek in on them every now and again. Um, and and I kind of do that. Like I start to forget about Instagram. Oh yeah, I do too. <laughs> and then and I told my sister, she's like she'll help me with it, and then I'll be like, no, I I got this, I got this, I can do it, and then I'll do it, and then she'll be like, so how's your Instagram going? I'm like, oh. I, I just haven't gone on there in two weeks. And she's like, Christy. And so then she'll log in there and she'll answer questions for me and be like, Christy's really busy. Can I help you? And so I'm like, thank you because <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it's impossible. No, no one person. I think when you first start out, it's a lot easier because right. you don't have so many, you know, hand, hands in different baskets yeah. or whatever, but the more your business grows, it just gets to be impossible to do all the things and also produce books. Right. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, because we're, we're getting like, you know, well, I don't know. Sometimes it's like hundreds of messages a day, like on Instagram or whatever. And I'm sorry, but I can't keep up with it. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't get that many. <laughs> well, it's more like closer to like re release days and things like that. I'll get more yeah. Or if I post something that's like kind of viral-ish, I will get mm -hmm. bombarded with questions. And I don't know, I, I can't keep up with it. I can keep up with my email. So, yeah. you know, like that's a good way to encourage people to get a hold of you. Um, and like, again, like put all these things on your website so that you'd rather them go to Google and search for you and find your website and then be like, oh, okay, well, here's her email. I can contact her or, ooh, I can buy her books. Like, I don't have to ask her, how do I find your books? Cause I just Googled her and found her website and then it shows me how to buy her books. So make sure it's yeah. like all ready to go, you know? So like, at least on your TikTok, if they can't click on your link, they can go type in Misty Walker and boom, you pop up because you've been working on your website and your SEO has you popped up in the higher end of the traffic. And then you then they know how to buy it. You know, it's just right there. Yeah. So, but if you don't have your website, you haven't been working on it. And then they go to Google your author name. They're like, who, who is this? Mm -hmm. You know, cause you, you don't have anything that you've been, you know, building on your site to push it up the, the thing. So. Yeah. I need to work on my website. <sighs> just another it thing. stresses me out. <laughs> Websites stress me out. I honestly would like to hire like a website person mm -hmm. so I can just be like a designer that can like make it super pretty and then just be like oh I need to add this I need to add that oh my gosh that would be amazing and see what's funny is you want to do that but see I had that but then I did I didn't like that I wanted to be able to do it myself yeah that's well that's the difference me. between us yeah that's the difference between us is you, you like to control everything yeah. and if you can't control everything you want to be in control of the person that's controlling things yes aka my sister <laughs> aka holly yes so yeah so she works on it and then i'm like yes change this don't do this and i know that like I can get her to do it like right then you know and i don't know like i don't want to expect that out of somebody else's time you know yeah but like she works so many hours for me. So she, I just basically put that on the list, the to-do list and she can pop in there and do it. So I do have a hard time like 
the people that I do employ, I have a hard time asking them because I feel like, oh, I don't want to be a burden. Like Ari. Oh, I did? Yeah, it's better. Oh, okay, good. Um, I, oh, my internet is unstable. Yeah, I know. I was like, where'd she go? <laughs> it just popped up with a little thing that said, your internet stinks right now. Uh-oh, do you hear me? I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, it's usually you, <laughs> <laughs> but like Ari, uh, both of us utilize her. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time ever like reaching out and being like, Hey, can we do this? Can you do that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, you want me to actually work for the money you pay me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And she makes it so comfortable. But if I don't have somebody that makes it super comfortable, I have a hard time asking, but then yeah. I just, I don't do it either. So yeah. that whatever it is that I want done just doesn't get done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the next question is one that I'm going to have fun with, I think. Uh-oh. Um, which ring light is best? That was a fun question? <laughs> well, because <laughs> one... Oh, you've got so many. You're a ring light connoisseur. Uh, Okay, there's two. Wow, that's fancy. That one's big. I have a big one like that. I threw it in the attic. It was Um, too intimidating. I have two more, but I just don't know exactly where they are. Um, And I've gone through a million of them. Yeah, Uh, I don't even know what mine's called. I can't see the name of it. I'm too blind. <laughs> but it looks like that one. The one in your hand. The one in my hand. hand. This one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of looks like that one. Yeah. Um, I have spent not a lot of money on ring lights. Mm-hmm. And I've spent a ton of money on ring lights. Mm-hmm. They are all pieces of crap. Right. Every see, last one of them. You they, might as well get the yeah. $29 one from Amazon yep. or whatever. And then if it breaks, exactly. get a different one. Yeah, I'm not too unhappy with this one, and it is Switty. Oh, S W I T T I. Um, I'm not unhappy with it. Okay. So well, I that's the most glowing review I can give for it. <laughs> right, we are not really tech people. We're barely like p- holding this podcast together. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, so we aren't the best to ask, but I feel like when it comes to ring lights, like you said, this, a cheap one is the best way to go because if you don't like it, you can, it's just one of those things that you'll kind of have to find one that you like because for you, your coloring is different than my coloring. And I like this yellow light on mine, but if it doesn't have a yellow light, then I don't want it because I want to look kind of yellow. I don't want to look blue. (laughs) or me I'm like flush me out give me white light (laughs) I like the yellow like soft like angelic (laughs) that's my my daughter Lorelai she gets so upset when there's um like white led light she loves the yellow warm yes that if I ever see white led lights like that I have to deal with it it's like it, it it makes me feel like it gives me anxiety that's like, so funny. I'm I don't like opposite. halogen lights. Like I don't like those kind, any kind of like just ugh, disturbing. There's a psychological thing for it. Probably. Probably. 
let's not Google it. We don't need any more. No, no, no. Any more conditions? Yeah, no. <laughs> we have enough. <laughs> um, so those were our questions. Okay, cool. Well, we, we're doing good. I want more here. questions. This oh. was fun. So um, make sure you guys yeah, type, type any kind of questions that you have in our comments. Um, it was fun to just yeah. sit and chat. Yeah, we like to answer questions and be helpful. Maybe. <laughs> Depending. And, oh, and then we get to our favorite part of the podcast. We are, what are you reading? Yes, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Are you asking so, me or are you just saying it? Well, both. Oh. You want to go first? You, okay, I'll go first. Okay, so I'm listening to an audiobook, but I also bought the paperback because I'm extra like that. And it's called The 15 Steps to Profitable YouTube Marketing by Dan. I thought we had moved on from this. We, I really did. I thought we were beyond no self-help. No, 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 no. I can, I can multitask. So (laughs) I got this one. I'm listening to the audiobook while I'm on my exercising bike and trying to take in how to do ads on YouTube and really hard stuff that I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I'm reading it. I'm, I'm going to master it. And then I just finished Crow's Scorn by you, which was really, really good. And it was steamy and it was sweet and it was small town and enemies to lovers and Crow's sweet. Yeah. I I loved him. He was so sweet. So that was a good one. And then I started thank you very much, a fiction book last night called Wit by Cora Rose. And it's M.M. And it's so good. It's like forced proximity and like, not really enemies to lovers, but like, they just don't really like each other. They're just kind of awkward. And then their roommates, basically they answer an ad to be roommates and they're in college. And they're so different and so opposite. And the one guy, he's straight, Caleb, and then the other guy's a mystery wit and but Caleb just is so obsessed with wit and he doesn't understand why like he just just wants to know him and then he's starting to realize it's because he's attracted to him and like I don't know they just start and then he gets really sick and wit has to take care of him and so is it like sexual awakening yeah and Caleb is very um needy and a cuddler Mm -hmm. and so when he's sick he wanted wit to like he wanted to be like like lay on top of him and cuddle him and 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 he wanted Wit to take care of him. It's just so cute and sweet. I just love it. And um, I kept seeing it like on Facebook and stuff. People were talking about how good it was. And so I finally got it and I'm really enjoying it. So definitely recommend that one. I have like 30% left. And actually I was um, reading before we got on here while you were, you know, doing your tech support stuff. And yeah. Getting okay. That's all. Stress hives. I know. See that. <laughs> yeah. Your turn. <laughs> You got four minutes. No, I'm just kidding. I know I do. I have four minutes and 30 seconds, which is not going to be enough time because do you know what I listened to? What? Um, Sylvia Day's Crossfire series. Really? Okay. I, I read it forever and ever ago mm-hmm. um, when I was first getting into romance because I wanted something that was like Fifty Shades, you know, mm-hmm. that same mm-hmm. kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And it, have you ever read it? No, but everybody says it's good. God, Christy. I forgot how freaking obsessed with these books are. And I totally forgot it was five books. Oh my gosh. I thought it was three. So Uh 
I'm going and, and I'm getting to like towards the end of the third one and I'm like I have no idea how they're gonna wrap this up this is just crazy um and then it didn't end and I was like oh there, there's a fourth <laughs> so then I'm listening to the fourth and I get to like the last 10 minutes and I'm like I have no idea how they're gonna wrap this up but I know they do I know I've listened to the entire series no didn't end I'm like there's five books I'm like oh digging through my library yeah five book series um but it is so good. Gideon and Ava, mm -hmm. like top tier romance for Aww. me. So good. He's like this, this untouchable billionaire, you know, mm -hmm. and she's like this super headstrong, independent woman. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like kinky and sexy and oh my gosh, they're just everything. So then after that, I was like, so sad that it was over. And I was thinking, what other books did I read that were had that same kind of vibe to it? And so then I started listening to today, um, Hardwired by Meredith Wild. Oh, okay. That series is kind of, you know, in that same. Mm -hmm. um, but I have so many books that I've bought over the last few, like um, Gianna Darling's Dangerous Temptation just came up on audiobook that duet mm -hmm. and I'm dying to listen to that so I've got that going or you know it's queued up and ready and I am just like 75% eyeball reading the teacher of nothing oh yeah <laughs> I'm almost done yay and I have enjoyed freaking second of that book yay <laughs> I love it so much I can't wait I can't wait for everybody else to read it because they're I'm nervous because you know it's been a while since I've like released a me book you know yeah so well I don't think you have any reason to be nervous because it's incredible and everybody better go pre-order that thank you <laughs> and I want I want the paperback I know because the cover is really beautiful. The cover is so good. When's your cover reveal? Not until like September 28th or something. Oh, okay. For a while. I have a cover reveal for um great or for Gracie's mom in four days. Oh and you designed the cover oh! and it is so good. I can't I wait. I forgot I designed it. <laughs> you did. I, love I was it. talking to somebody about covers the other day and I said, okay, from now on, it's going to be Christy or CL Matthews, Cassie, <laughs> like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doing all my covers. Yep. So I like doing them. They're fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're good at it. Really good at it. I just feel bad asking you again. This comes back to like me feeling bad asking for pe we'll people do. to do things. <laughs> okay. Well, that wraps up our show for today. We will yep. be back in two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, for another episode of Open Book Besties, please remember to like, subscribe, comment, comment follow us everywhere. Follow us up. Yeah. Do all the things. And um, we will see you guys next time.